Man, what a worship to close the year. Uh, I'm so thankful to God for 2017. I mean, just so many amazing things happening in our personal lives and the ministry. In fact, at the end of the first service, uh, a few people came up to me and they said, you know, Pastor T, 2017 has been amazing. And I know I'm probably going to get the same at the end of this service. Uh, you know, one particular brother came to me and he said, everything that I wrote down on my petition list for the year and came to 2017 uh, Faith Week for prayer, what we do is we are fasting, we are praying together, we're joining our faith together so we can uh, map out the year and submit our year to God. Amen. And he said everything on that list came and he said, man, I can't believe it, but... Uh, it's, it's been a good year. Amen? And if you remember, at Faith Week, someone read, I think it was Lady C, she read Psalm 65, verse 11. She said, God crowns our year with goodness. And our path for that year was going to drip with fatness. It was going to drip with prosperity. And when we held on to that scripture, I remember in Faith Week, something clicked when I heard those words. And I, I became expectant. And it has indeed been an awesome year. Uh, what a year. Uh, 2017, 2018 will even be greater Amen. and better. Amen. Because yes. we move from glory even unto glory. Why don't you hold your Bible, lift it up real high. We're still talking about the great I am. Real high. I don't see any. If you're reading from your cell phone, lift it up real. The Samsung, is that the latest one? A little bit higher than the iPhone. This is my Bible. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter. Today, I will learn from God's word and my life will never be the same because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. We've been talking about the I am statements of Jesus in the book of John. And Jesus spelled out seven I am's. He said in John chapter number six, I am the bread of life. Amen. And he said in John chapter number eight, I am the light of the world. He said in John chapter number 10, I am the door. He said in John chapter number 10 as well, I am the good shepherd. And he said in John chapter number 11, two weeks ago, I am the resurrection. And last week in John 15, he said, I am the vine. And today in John chapter number 14, he is saying something else interesting. Let us go now to John chapter number 14. We're going to read from verse 1 to 6. John chapter number 14 from verse 1 to 6. This is Jesus speaking. It's in red. It's bleeding. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. This was at a critical moment in the life of the team, the Jesus team, uh, Jesus and his disciples, he was getting ready to go to the cross to be crucified. And he knew about it. And the disciples were kind of discouraged. And the first thing he says to them was, do not let your heart be troubled. In other words, grab a hold of your emotions. Yeah. Grab a hold of what's happening in your heart. Amen? The same thing is said. When they were faced with a storm and Jesus came walking on water, the first thing he says was, cheer up, be of good cheer. It is I, do not be afraid. Why? Because the, your first reaction emotionally in your heart will determine how long you will stay in the storm. Emotions are like a, a wild uh, horse that if you don't control it from the beginning, it is harder to rein it back to control. When you've let your emotions run loose, it's going to be harder for you to bring them back to believe in God. So the first thing you do is grab a hold of yourself and be of good cheer or lift up a praise. Amen? But that's not my message today. I just thought it was an interesting uh, side trial. Verse 2. In my father's house, there are many shacks. Is that what he said? You know, some of you who believe in the gospel of poverty will be challenged with this verse. He didn't, he didn't even say, in my father's house, there are many rooms. Do you see it? Yeah. He says, in my father's house, there are many what? Many. 
How many of you have ever seen a small mansion? Just lift your hand. I've seen a small mansion in Denver. No, no small mansion. If it's a mansion, it's big. Amen? And, and, and man, man, this is awesome. He said, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That way I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. And the way you know. And Thomas said, Lord, we don't know. Man, Jesus just told you, you know. And Thomas is saying, I don't know. Listen, this is why this man earned himself the title, Doubting. Because this man would not submit to the words of Jesus. How many of you know that even when you don't understand it, if Jesus says it, I believe it, and that settles it. If he says all my needs are met, but Jesus, look at my bank account. You, 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 you doubting the words of Jesus, who is the truth. Amen? And watch what Jesus said in verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am. Do you see it? The same words that God said in Exodus chapter number 3, when Moses said, who should I say send me when I go to Pharaoh? And God said to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, I am has sent you. And we say that name I am is the same name Yahweh or Jehovah. What is Jesus saying here? Jesus is declaring his deity. That Jesus is the very express image of God. If you have seen Jesus, you have seen the Father. And this is the crossing roads with many religions. A lot of religions believe Jesus was a great guy, which he was. They believe he was a great teacher, which he was. They believe he was a great prophet, which he was. But they won't believe that he is the great I am. And if you don't believe this about Jesus, you don't believe the right Jesus. Because the one that I worship is the very express image of the Father. If you've seen him, you've seen God. He's declaring his deity. And not only does he say I am, he says I am airway. He says I am the way. Which speaks of a definite place of destination. He's not saying I'm one of the ways to the Father. You know, I was traveling in India, and I couldn't help but notice every little car that I saw in, uh, in Mumbai, every taxi, every little, you know, uh, 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 motorcycle, and a little elephant sitting on the dashboard. And I asked the taxi uh, guy, the, the driver, I said to him, man, what's up with this? And he said to me, this is my God. I said, your God? He said, yeah. I said, man, have you heard of Jesus? He said, I've heard of him too, and I have him too. <laughs> he had about 1,200 gods. And he said, do you know any new ones? Because I'm, I'm not about to miss out on the latest God. He evidently did not have the revelation that there is only one way. If I came to you and I told you, this is the way to Randberg, Guess what? There is no other way. Man, I hate to burst your bubble, but your ancestors are not going to lead you to God. They may lead you somewhere, but they're not going to lead you. Haile uh, Selassie, that dude is not leading you to anybody. You may get a little iry, but you won't get to God. Amen? Jesus is saying, I am the way. The truth and the life. I have about eight, eight minutes left already. What happened to my time? Okay, let's go quickly now to Acts chapter number 4 from verse 8 to 12. Man, time flies when you're having a good time. Amen. I wish you'd move this fast on the treadmill. That <laughs> happened. Put my towel on it, man. Take it off. It's like one minute, 32 seconds. <laughs> Acts chapter number 4 from verse 8 to 12. This is Peter speaking, and I want to read it in the Message Bible. Watch what he says. He says, with that, Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, let loose. And man, when you're full of the Holy Spirit, sometimes you have to let loose. Amen? He says, rulers and leaders of the people, if we have been brought to trial today for helping a sick man, put under investigation regarding this healing... 
I will be completely frank with you. We have nothing to hide. By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one you killed on a cross, the one God raised from the dead, by means of his name, this man stands before you healthy and whole. Jesus is the stone masons throughout. Next verse. Which is now the cornerstone. Salvation comes no other way. That word salvation is the Greek word sozo, where we get the word prosperity, healing, uh, snatched and delivered from life-threatening situations, uh, uh, delivered, uh, uh, healed, and so on and so forth. And he's saying all of that comes by no other name. Amen? Or by no other way. He says by no other way, no other name has been or will be given to us by which we can be sozoed. There is no other name to which man has been given where they can be saved, where they can be given eternal life, where they can be prospered. There's only one name. There's no other name coming. And this name is the name of Jesus. There's no other. He is the way. Amen. Let's go to First Timothy chapter number 2 from verse 5 to 6. Man, I have to rush through this. First Timothy he is the way. Jesus is the way. Amen? First Timothy 2 from verse 5 to 7. Let me read it in the Message Bible as well. Thank you, Jesus. Watch what he says in the Message. He says, He wants not only us, but everyone saved. Do you see it? So God has extended salvation to all men. That's what the Bible says in Titus 2 verse 11. Yeah. It says salvation has appeared to everybody. Yeah. So these people that talk about predestination as preselection, that God handpicked those who are going to be saved and threw away the rest of us, it's not in line with this scripture. God extended salvation to everybody. Amen. And it is now in everybody's court to respond to the extension or to the invitation that God has extended. Some will say, I don't want it. And guess what? God will protect your free will. Today when I woke up, coming to church, I went into my closet. I didn't see an angel with a flaming sword saying to me, thou shalt wear this denim shirt. No, I went in there and I skipped all the suits. <laughs> and it was by volitional free will choice. And I went and I picked this one and all of heaven, God, the cherubims, the seraphims, all the angels, everybody in heaven let me out of the house wearing this one. You know why? Because I chose it. The same way you let you out of the house if you choose not to believe in Jesus. The same way you let you out of the house if you choose not to believe in prosperity. The same way you, man, he will let you make your bed and do what? It's your choice because God has extended salvation to everybody. And everybody can respond to this salvation. And here's what he says. He says not only does he want us to save, but everyone. You know, everyone to get to know the truth we've learned. That there is one God. Do you see it? There are not many gods like the Hindus believe. There's only one God. There's only one God and only one priest mediator between God and us. What is his name? Jesus. There's only one way to God. Only one highway to God. Wow. This is why Jesus is saying, I am the way. No one goes to the Father except through me. Amen. So if you don't believe in Jesus, this will be a great opportunity to make that decision to start believing in the way and get connected on the right way. Amen? I said, Amen. And the second thing he says is that I am the truth. Notice he didn't say that he would show us the truth or teach the truth or model the truth. He said he is the truth. He is the truth personified. He is the source of all truth, the embodiment of truth, and therefore the reference point for evaluating everything that is true. If it doesn't fit in the Jesus image, it is not true. There are those that preach, you know, that Jesus, 
uh, that God, you know, sometimes will use evil to try and get your attention. Those who preach God will sometimes put sickness on you to try and get your attention. That's not scriptural. That doesn't fit Jesus. You know why? Because Jesus, when he was on earth, the Bible speaks of how he was filled with the Holy Ghost and power and went about doing what? Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He healed everybody. Watch this for free. Because it's free. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. Where am I? Who uh, offered himself uh, in exchange for everyone who was held captive by sin to set them all free. Eventually, the news is going to get out. This and this only has been my appointment, appointed work. Getting this news to those who have never heard of God and explaining how it works by simple... Did you hear that? That phrase, it says, how does it work? By simple... And plain truth. Man, there's nothing hidden. There's nothing mysterious about God. It's all simple faith and plain truth. Once it starts getting deep and I don't understand it, man, it's not God. Because God, simple faith and plain truth. And this is how you connect to him. He is the truth. Amen? I said amen. The Bible says in John 7, 17, Jesus praying, he said, sanctify them through thy truth and thy word is truth. So if we we're coming up with an equation, would say Jesus is the truth and the truth is his word. Amen. Jesus equals truth. Truth equals word. They're all the same. So if you want to honor Jesus, you start honoring truth and you start honoring his word. The Bible says in John 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, the Word, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And in verse 14, it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of an only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen? And it's speaking of Jesus. And he also says, I am the life. First Corinthians chapter number 15, verse 21 to 22. First Corinthians 15, 21 to 22. <clears throat> watch what it says it says for since by man came death by man came also the resurrection of the dead next verse for as in Adam all die even so in Christ all shall be made alive because he is the life if you go to verse 45 of the same chapter in the amplified verse 45 1 Corinthians 15 watch what it says is this the Amplified? Watch what it says. Thus it is written. The first man. Someone say first man. First man. It says the first man Adam became a living being and in brackets an individual personality. He became an individual. In other words, he was looking within for sustenance. He became an individual. The first man Adam. Watch the contrast. And the last, notice he didn't say the second, because there is finality. There is no other Savior coming. Jesus came and nailed it to the cross, and end of story. Do you see it? He didn't say the second Adam. He said the last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit, not an individual. He became a life Giving spirit. Why? Because he is the life. You know, when Lady C was preaching last week, one of the great revelations I caught, you know, in terms of connecting to the vine as branches, was that not only is he the great I am and is awesome in his I amness, if there is a word, I realized no, he is the great I am who changes who I am. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Not only does it say I am, no, this I am has an impact on who I am. Wow, awesome. Because he lives on the inside of me. Mm. Amen. Amen. How does the way change who I am? Acts chapter number 9, verse 2. In the New Living Translation, please. 
I'm rushing because I'm, I'm out of time, so I have to cover this. Acts chapter number 9, from verse 2. This is Saul, before he was converted. You remember the story? He was killing Christians. And watch what he says. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of what? I didn't hear that. See, before we were called Christians, we were called the people of the way. In fact, we were called Christians at Antioch as, as a mocking term, as a, as a, as a mockery, as a, as a nickname. It was a nickname. He said, man, these little Christians, because they act so much like that Christ dude. But originally, we were called the people of the way. You know why? Because Christianity was never meant to be a tag. It was never meant to be a religious thing that you put on a form when you feel in religion, Christianity. No, Christianity is always meant to be a way. Someone say a way. way. It is always meant to be a way of life. It is always meant to be a lifestyle. There has to be some fruit. If you are arrested for being Christian, there has to be evidence for you to be prosecuted. See, most people, when you're arrested to be Christian, they'll look for evidence. Does he love? No, they don't love. Do they give? No, they don't give. Are they rude? They're rude. Are they not a Christian? Leave. You are free. You are free to go. You are acquitted. Because there's not enough evidence. Amen? Because this thing is supposed to be a way of life. I remember talking to one of my friends, and we were talking about joining the gym. January is coming, and I know most of you are going to be signing up for... Rock Hard Abs 2018. But here's the thing about that. Even that, it has to become a way of life if you're going to get results. Man, I know they're going to be advertising. Man, this is all you need. Even, even, even the simplest things. You know, they, 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 2010, they had this little belt at game that you could just put on your... Uh, uh, on your waistline, and then you just switch it on, and it, and it vibrates, and it takes away all the fat, and you can get rock-hard abs from that. But even that, you have to do it daily. You can't just do it once and expect results. You know why? This thing is a lifestyle. It has to become a way of living. It has to become a way of living. So while Jesus is the way, you have to adopt following his way if you're going to get to his destination. Man, I'm preaching good. I'm preaching better than you're listening. <laughs> this is good preaching. I wish I was writing notes myself. This is good preaching. You know what he says in Isaiah? Isaiah 55 verse 9. Watch what he says about ways. In Isaiah 55 verse 9. Isaiah 55 verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways. Higher than your so there are two kinds of ways. They are the way you do it. I did it my way. Remember the song? Man, God never created for you to do it your way. You know why? Because your ways are lower. And they produce a low life. But when you start doing it his ways, you start producing the high life. In fact, whenever we try to do it our way, it's always a mess. And I was in the U.S. and I went to Target trying to get some clothes for my little two girls. And I went to Target and I couldn't find the girls' section. So I asked the salespeople, hey, where is the little girls' section? He says, we don't have it. I said, why? He says, because it's all mixed up. It's all kids. I said, why? Because it might be a girl trapped in a boy's body. I said, what are you talking about? He says, sometimes, you know, you're a girl and you're trapped in a boy's body, so we don't want to... Man, every time God gives us an opportunity to do it our way, we mess it up. This is why we should submit to His way, which is higher than our way. Man, you all know I love President Obama. I love that dude, man. I love his swagger. I love... But if there's one thing he messed up, that thing about you can't have boys and girls' toilets. There must all be one toilet because... You know, boys, little boys may be trapped. And, man, I know a girl when I see one. I'm a boy. That's right. Amen. She's a girl. That's right. I don't know what you're talking about. That's it. It's as simple as that. That's right. But every time we are given an opportunity to do it ourselves, 
we end up messing it up. You know why? Because God never intended for us to run our own lives. He always wanted us to submit to His way. And when we submit to His way, watch what happens. He begins to direct us to His way kind of results. See, a lot of people want to do it their way and get His way kind of results. It doesn't work like that. You're going to have to start doing it His way for you to get His way kind of results. Kingdom way for kingdom results. Carnal way for carnal results. Man, you're going to have to start running your marriage His way. He says, wives, submit to your one and only husband. Well, I don't like this submitting. Man, that's what they say in Hollywood. I want equality. I want this submitting thing. And they don't realize it's actually the man who got the short end of the stick. Because he said to you dudes, he said, you guys, I want you to love your wives as Christ loved the church. So it's either men don't know how to read or they don't understand what it means. Because I haven't heard any single man complain about that. They're like, okay, you want us to love our wives as Christ loves the church? We will do it. And then the women are like, man, you want us to submit? Oh, that's slavery. We can swap roles. I don't mind submitting. You know why? Because to love as Christ loved the church, that means you have to put your life on the line. You have to love with your life. Have you ever watched the Titanic? You have to give up the boat, the life-saving jacket. You have to give it to her. And, and here's the catcher. You, you have to do it cheerfully. Why? Because God loves her. And you can't be complaining. Oh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing this, but... Anyway, you must make sure you look after the kids. Right? <laughs> you better be dancing while you're doing it. Praise and worshiping. Amen. Amen. Man, you need to submit your money, your finances to God. And start doing money His way. If you're going to get His way in your finances. Amen. Man, you need to start doing work His way. You need to start doing life His way. You need to start letting the fruit of the Spirit flow out of you. His way. And as you do that, you can expect His way kind of results. Amen? Why? Because His way is higher than our ways. The psalmist painted this picture perfectly in Psalm chapter number 1, verse 1. The first verse talks about the way. The second verse talks about the truth. And the third verse talks about the life. You, man, are you talking about the ways? My wife asked me to download this app called Waves. Have you ever heard of Waves? Anybody ever heard of Waves? She told me about two years ago. She said, honey, you need to download this thing called Waves. I said, why? She said, because it calculates the quickest route real time. I said, I know Johannesburg. I know the quickest routes in my heart. And I've been in the city, what, seven years now? I know how to get to Santon the quickest way. I'm from the streets. <laughs> and then one day, two months ago, I was stuck in traffic, and the traffic wasn't moving. And I remembered the words of my wife. How many of you know that? How many of you know that your wife is always right? If you want to live long. Man, if she says that shirt, I lent it from my dad. Mm. I mean, that dude would dress up, getting ready to go to the wedding, and my, my mom would come out and say, where do you think you're going with that shirt? <laughs> and he knows to submit. He says, okay, which one should I wear? And she gives him. And I asked him, I said, why do you do that? He said, because I want to live long. <laughs> I said, man, I've never won an argument in 38 years of marriage. So I decided, you know what? Let me just let her win all the arguments. And I live long. So I downloaded Waze, and man, this thing was taking me through back routes, streets that I had never heard of. And I got to four ways 20 minutes earlier than I would have arrived. 
And I realized this scripture marries that. His ways will get us to our destination quicker than we've been trying for all these years. Some of you are five years behind time. All you need to do is to download His ways. And when your ways are quicker than your ways. Yeah, some of you are like me two years ago and just trying to be stubborn. I know how to do this thing. Man, you don't know how to do this thing. Just submit to his ways. Amen? Why? Because he is the way. He said, I'm the way. And when you submit to his way, he will begin to get you to your destination quicker. If the children of Israel had submitted to his way quicker... That if that 40 day journey wouldn't have taken 40 years. Man, they were wandering in the wilderness. They didn't realize he had already prophesied. Man, I'm mixing up things here. Uh, through the mouth of Isaiah in Isaiah 45, that he is the one, according to his app, who makes all the crooked parts straight. And the quickest way to get to any two points is a straight line. And he will take all your crooked parts and make them straight. That's good. You'll get to your breakthrough quicker than you've been trying Amen. in your own strength. That's good. But you have to submit to his ways. Amen. You can say amen to that. Amen. Watch what he says. He says uh, in Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed. How many of you want to be blessed? Amen. And he gives you the pattern. He says, blessed is the man that... Walketh. Where do you walk? On the way. Uh-huh. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. He says, the blessed man does not walk the ways of the ungodly. The blessed man chooses his path carefully. Trust in the Lord. Remember Proverbs chapter number 3 verse 4 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And what will happen? He will direct your path. And when you start walking in his path, it will lead you to prosperity. Next verse. So this is the way. This is the truth. Verse 2. Did you see it? That was the way. This is the truth. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. In other words, he gets excited Hearing from God's word. He gets excited hearing the truth. Man, you have to find joy in the correction of God's word. Write this down. If you don't get excited hearing from the Bible about your finances, you are not yet ready for a financial breakthrough. Man, that's good. Let me say it again. If you don't get excited hearing from the Bible about your finances, you are not yet ready for a financial breakthrough. That's good. When you start delighting in the law of the Lord, if you're not ready to hear from God about your job, if you are not yet ready to hear from God about your ministry, if you are not yet ready to hear from God about anything, just anything that you do, if you don't get excited hearing from God about what you're doing, you are not yet ready to receive a breakthrough in that area. He says his delight, he gets excited. His delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in God's word. He's excited hearing God's word. Do you see it? That's the truth. This is how you can apply the truth. This is how the great I am changes who you are. When you start getting excited about hearing from God's word concerning your life. When you start opening up your heart to hear from the voice of the Holy Spirit concerning your life. When you start letting him direct your steps. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, does he meditate or doth he meditate day and night? You do it all the time. Man, you're meditating. You're chewing on God's word and you have made it a lifestyle. 
happened is you meditate and you get excited. You meditate, you get excited. Fruit is going to start finding you. You know, my wife and uh, uh, I and our kids, we went out for a vacation on Tuesday. And as we were going, I was thinking, Lord, I'm left with only but a few hundred runs in my account, you know, before payday. And, and man, how am I going to feed these people? <laughs> and then on the first night we get there, and I'm sitting there, man, thinking, man, how am I going to feed these people? You know, we're on holiday. I can't really prescribe what to pick from the menu. You know, I got to sit there and be cool. But at the same time, I'm not sure, man, because I don't want to start using my credit card. Because I made a decision, 2017, at the end of the year, I'm going to be out of debt concerning my credit card. I'm not going to use my credit card. So, man, I need, we need to make sure it all fits in these few hundred rands that I'm left with in my account. And I'm sitting there, and we went to Spur. And, and you know what, Spur? Man, they had taken out the Christmas menu. They have two menus. <laughs> they have the regular menu during the year when you don't have much money. Then they have the Christmas menu when you're excited and you're just, you know, Making it rain. <laughs> Took out the Christmas menu. And when the bill came after dinner, it was 450 rand. And I was looking at that bill and I was praying in time. <laughs> and then I paid that thing with the last few round, hundred runs I was left with in my account. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading this book by Kenyon, by the pool. You know, I'm enjoying the lifestyle, you know, but I'm, I'm, really, I'm really broke. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying and I'm reading this book, and this book says, man, you need to delight yourself yeah. in the law of the Lord. Yeah. And you need to realize that all your needs are met. Yeah. And he starts yeah. talking about yeah. facts and truth. And he said yeah. the word of God is true. Yeah. Uh, just you being broke is a fact. And he said when you receive the truth, the truth will superimpose itself on the facts. And the facts have no choice but to change, to yeah. submit to the truth. Yeah. Yeah. He says whatever you meditate on will superimpose itself on the other. So I started meditating on the truth. All my needs are met. Tomorrow we're going to enjoy food without restriction. All my needs are met. Tomorrow we're going to enjoy food without restriction. I'm meditating on that. I'm pondering on that. And when doubt tries to strike in, I throw in a scripture. Yeah. He meets all my needs yeah. according to his riches and glory. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm muttering this yeah. thing. I'm preaching to myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep, you have to. And it's such an awesome sermon, man. <laughs> I should have taken an offering. It was so awesome. I'm preaching to myself. I'm, yeah. Man, this is good preaching. I'm preaching to myself. And I'm enjoying my sermon. And then the next day I wake up, and someone from Cape Town, they don't even know I'm on holiday. They don't even know I'm, I'm, I'm counting pennies. They deposited money in my account, enough to cover all of the bills, all of the stay. Man, the next day I walk up free. How many of you know that when you have money in the bank account? Yeah. Man, I walk up free. And I'm walking around asking the girls, man, do you want ice cream? Does anybody want ice cream? Anybody can have ice cream. Man, I'm walking like the boss. I'm asking my wife, which restaurant do you want to eat from? Because I'm good. Man, when that card is loaded, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But you have to delight yourself in the word and not submit yourself to the facts. Amen. It may be a fact that your body is in pain, but the truth of the matter is by his stripes you are healed. Yes, hallelujah. Glory. It may be a fact that you're going through something financially, but the truth of the matter is if you hold on long enough, if you hold on to the profession, the confession of yes. your faith, yes. and say, oh, my needs are met, the Glory. facts have no choice Amen. but to submit themselves to the truth. You can say amen to that. Amen. Amen. This is great. And he says, I am the life. So when you're submitted to his ways and his truth, it produces this life. And he says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And it brings forth fruit. Were we talking about fruit last week? Yeah. He says, man, you will bring forth fruit. Someone say fruits. This is where you're going to bring forth fruit in his season. Watch what he says right after that. This is strong. He says, his leaf also shall not wither. Someone shout evergreen. Evergreen. That's what we used to call people who have money all the time. Because man, this guy, you know the U.S. dollar is green? Says this guy evergreen. Always greening. 
He says there's a place where your leaves will not wither. There is a place in God where there is no January disease. In fact, someone said to me, say to me, say January disease, that's childish. That's right. Says that's childish. Says, man, all my leaves are always going to be green. Expectant. Expecting to receive from the Lord. Man, you're looking at a man who grew up in a three-roomed house. Notice I didn't say a three-bedroomed house. I said a three-roomed house. Used to sleep in the kitchen, under the kitchen table. I know what it is to be poor. There's nothing glorious about being poor. There's nothing glorious about waking up two hours before you go to work so you can fill up the pot and put it on the stove so you can warm up water to, you know, to wash. There's nothing glorious. There's nothing spiritual about that. (laughs) There's nothing spiritual about waking up the whole neighborhood to get a push start just so you can go to work. And that was my life every single day until I realized, hey, I can't keep doing it my way. I have to submit to his way. And when I submit to his way, things are going to start working his way and I'll get his way kind of results. And I'm telling you, you you have to take an assessment of your life, whether it be relationships, if there are areas you haven't fully submitted to God, you need to start some. If you don't submit your marriage to God, Hollywood thinks they can do it their way. I think if I have a rock hard abs and I find another lady with rock hard abs who stars in big movies and we have big monies in our account, our marriage is going to work. No, it's not. If you submit yourself to what God says about marriage, will your marriage work? If you start practicing forgiveness. Mm-hmm. See, now, 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 now you don't want to say amen. Now you know, <laughs> no one is shouting. Now no one is getting excited. See, if you start practicing forgiveness, if you start loving the other more than yourself, isn't that what Jesus said? He said, love others just like you love yourself. So it's okay to love yourself, but, you know, you're going to have to love your wife just like you love yourself. He said it is blessed. Someone say it is blessed. Blessed. Man, I'm I'm, going to get into trouble. Let me preach it anyway. He said it is blessed to give more blessed. He said more blessed. He said it is more blessed to give than it is to. He said, there is no better place for you to practice this principle than in marriage. That's good. And man, Hollywood, they're going in there and they, they, they're not even thinking about giving. That's why they're signing all these prenuptial agreements because they're not even thinking about giving. They're thinking, man, I, I, I'm going to hold on. I, I just want a part of you. I don't want all of you. And this is why their marriages aren't working. But when you submit to the way and you're going in to give, watch this, everything. Man, I'm preaching to the man now. Some of you drive nice cars. Can your wife drive your car? I mean, freely. I'm not talking about take your car, but she's, ooh, man, if I, ooh. I mean, freely. Like, is your car not your baby? See, because, man, you make that thing a little God, that thing is going to cause problems. But you have to submit to his way. And what will happen? His leaves shall not wither. And whatsoever. Someone say whatsoever. Whatsoever. Man, he took it to the next level. He says whatsoever. Yes. So if I decide to start selling tomatoes. Yep. It'll prosper. He says Whatsoever. So if I decide to start picking up uh, 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 trash, Madoda Bean. In fact, the guy who runs, pick it up, is a billionaire. What does he do? He picks up trash. If I decide to cut hair, the dude who cuts President Trump's hair probably earn more than the three of us combined. So whatsoever you do, I don't care what you're doing. You know, if I decide to sweep the floors, the guy who sweeps floors at the White House probably earns more than most of us in here. 
If I decide to cook, you remember the salt bay? Whatsoever, whatsoever he doeth, it doesn't matter what you do. See, people get hung up on what you do. It's not what you do, it's who you're connected to. So everybody's trying to be a manager. I'm going to be a manager. I also want to. No, 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 no. You need to be connected to him. And as he directs your steps, as he shows you your purpose, you will begin to prosper in whatsoever you do. And I'm out of time. Why don't you stand on your feet? Was it good? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, this morning, we thank you for these, your children. These, your precious sheep. Father, we thank you for their lives. Father, we thank you that as they make a commitment to follow your ways this morning, you will lead them to their places of destiny. That they will collide with destiny and purpose. That their calling will come alive on the inside of them. Lord, we thank you. That is, they delight in the truth. You will begin to bring more revelation to their heart. Illuminate your word to them. That you, they will begin to understand the deep things of God. We pray that the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, will begin to explain the secrets of God. And reveal the secrets of God to their hearts Lord we thank you that is they delight in the word you will begin to lead them on a path a straight path what they have tried to do in their own strength for years and years Lord we thank you that you will do it for some in one hour for some in one day for some in one month thank you Lord Jesus Thank you, Lord, that your life will be manifested in them. The blessed life. We thank you, Lord, that their leaves shall not wither. They will not grow weary in well-doing. We thank you, Father, that they will not have seasons in their lives, but they will tap into the consistent flow of the Holy Ghost and the life of God. The Zoe life, the God kind of abundant living, nothing missing and nothing broken. Thank you, Lord, that whatsoever thing they do in 2018 will prosper. We declare Psalm 65 verse 11 over 2018. Crown it with goodness. Crown the year with goodness. Branches will hang over the walls. And their bowels shall be filled. Thank you Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. That as they go on holidays, some on vacation, some to visit family, that you will make your light shine upon them and keep them safe. We loose angels to protect them, guide, lead, and direct them. We speak against any accidents. We speak against any mechanical defects. We speak against any sicknesses of sorts. We speak against any confusion in families as they gather together. We bind the spirit of quarreling, the spirit of disunity. We uproot and destroy you right now in Jesus' name. And we release the sweet spirit of fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the sweet spirit of unity during this season the sweet spirit of generosity the sweet spirit of abundance they will not lack any good thing 
thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that they are blessed coming in and going forth. They will be blessed in the city and in the fields. They will be blessed in everything they do. Whatsoever they touch during this season is blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for this season. We thank you for your protection. We release right now Psalm 91 over these, your children. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Our words will be seasoned with salt. Man, I sense I need to pray for this. As you get together with family, Father, we pray that our words will be seasoned with salt, ministering grace to the hearers. Even as you say it in the book of James, that he who is perfect in his ways is a man who is perfect in his speech. He who is mature, he who knows how to control and bridle their tongue will be mature. Father, we pray for these, your children, that they will not speak anything except that which you release them to speak. That which will minister grace to the hearers. No bitterness, no unforgiveness, no lack, no confusion, but words filled with grace. Father, we thank you for an abundant season of love. An abundant season of fellowship. As we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Father, we thank you and we give you praise in the mighty, matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have prayed and everyone gave a big shout of amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, we love you, and we'll see you on the 3rd. Uh, Faith Week kicks off on the 3rd. But remember these words from 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight.